Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a year. Today's day 41, we continue with number 295. We believe that God created the world according to his wisdom. It is not the product of any necessity whatever, nor a blind fate or chance. We believe that it proceeds from God's free will. He wanted to make his creature share in his being wisdom and goodness. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Therefore the psalmist exclaims, O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all, and the Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. We believe that God needs no pre-existing thing or any help in order to create, nor is creation any sort of necessary emanation from the divine substance. God creates freely out of nothing. If God had drawn the world from pre-existent matter, what would be so extraordinary in that? A human artisan makes from a given material whatever he wants, while God shows his power by starting from nothing to make all he wants. Scripture bears witness to faith in creation, out of nothing, <coughs> as a truth full of promise and hope. Thus the mother of seven sons encourages them for martyrdom. I do not know how you came into being in my womb. It was not I who gave you life and breath, nor I who set in order of elements within each of you. Therefore the creator of the world, who shaped the beginning of man and devised the origin of all things, will in his mercy give life and breath back to you again, since you now forget yourselves for the sake of his laws. Look at the heaven and the earth and see everything that is in them and recognize that God did not make them out of things that existed. Thus also mankind comes into being. Since God could create everything out of nothing, he can also, through the Holy Spirit, give spiritual life to sinners by creating a pure heart in them, and bodily life to the dead through the resurrection. God gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. And since God was able to make light shine in the darkness by his word, he can also give the light of faith to those who do not yet know him. Because God creates through wisdom, creation is ordered. You have arranged all things by measure and number and weight. The universe created in and by the eternal word, the image of the invisible God, is destined for and addressed to man himself created in the image of God and called to a personal relationship with God. Our human understanding which shares in the light of the divine intellect, can understand what God tells us by means of his creation, through not without great, though not without great, fault, great effort, and only in a spirit of humility and respect before the creator and his work. Because creation comes forth from God's goodness, it shares in that goodness. And God saw that it was good, very good. For God willed creation as a gift addressed to man, an inheritance destined for and entrusted to him. On many occasions of the church has had to defend the goodness of creation, including that of the physical world. God is infinitely greater than all his works. You have set your glory above the heavens. Indeed, God's greatness is unsearchable. But because he is the free and sovereign creator, the first cause of all that exists, God is present to his creatures <clears throat> in inmost being. In him we live and move and have our being. In the words of St. Augustine, God is higher than my highest and more inward than my innermost self. 
God upholds and sustains creation. With creation, God does not abandon his creatures to themselves. He not only gives them being and existence, but also, and at every moment, upholds and sustains them in being, enables them to act, and brings them to their final end. Recognizing this utter dependence with respect to the Creator is a source of wisdom and freedom, of joy and confidence. For you love all things that exist and detest none of the things that you have made. For you would not have made anything if you had hated it. How would anything have endured if you had not willed it? Or how would anything not called forth by you have been preserved? You spare all things, for they are yours, O Lord, you who love the living. Father. Okay, thanks, Bill. So in this section, starting on paragraph 295, the, the church wants to uh, help us realize that creation is a mystery. And, um, and uh, so it's, it's uh, addressed to us like a letter. And because God creates everything out of love, it's creation is sort of a love letter. And, um, and we see here in 295, we believe that God created the world according to his wisdom. It is not the product of any necessity, whatever, nor of blind fate or chance that God willed to bring creation into existence and even our very lives into, into existence. Um, and later in the catechism, it will say that God made us without our permission, but he won't save us without our permission. So, you know, God just decided out of love to make us, um, to create us rather, right? Not we make things, and but God creates out of nothing. And that goes into the second point here in 296. We see here that we believe that God needs no pre-existent thing or any help in order to create. Um, and so we know that God creates freely, quote unquote, out of nothing. That's what it means to create uh, ex nihilio in Latin, uh, that God can just say the word and it exists. And we see that in Genesis. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, let us make man an image in our in our image and likeness. And God created ma- uh, man and woman We're made out of nothing. He didn't need anything. He didn't need help. Unlike us as humans, um, we build a house, we make a house, we make a cake, we make a car. We don't create anything because we uh, need preexistent material and help to do so. And we need others to help us and uh, many times, and but God needs no help. And, uh, and I, I think the other thing too in this, in this section is that um, he makes this uh, point in 298, since God could create everything out of nothing, he can also through the Holy Spirit give spiritual life to sinners by creating a new pure heart in them. And so uh, it's interesting how the catechism sort of ties in this new creation and sort of j- jumps forward to uh, when Jesus Christ will come years later after the creation of the world to restore sinners back to their original innocence. Um, and I, I think one of the saints said that a greater miracle uh, is the salvation of a sinner uh, is is more of a miracle than the creation of the world. And I always I made me scratch my head, but it's it's amazing that God who can create something that's good can recreate something to be good again. Uh, thanks be Jesus Christ for that. And in two ninety nine, uh, because God creates through wisdom, His creation is ordered. And uh, it says that you have arranged all things by measure and number and Wait, and this is from Wisdom chapter eleven, verse twenty, and um, and basically the the point to be 
made here is that everything that God makes is good. Uh, you know, human persons are intrinsically good. The world is good. The water is good. The sun is good. It's all good. The problem is, is that uh, because of sin, we'll realize in, in the coming uh chapters ahead of us the fall of man and sin will destroy the goodness of god in creation and you know evil and all this and the problems we see in the world and even uh you know ecological problems are are really free because of sin in many ways you know and because of disorder that we kind of destroy god's goodness in creation and uh and then you know sort of like the last couple um you know paragraphs here is that that god transcends creation um, and is present to it. And so remember, God is greater than all of his works. So we're, we are, I know sometimes we have to, you know, some people like, you know, I mean, earth day and all these things. I mean, I guess it's a good intention, but it's, it's sort of make, there's this, I guess in today's society, there's sort of this pantheism that they'll say, well, God is in the trees. And it's like, well, no, he's not. That's a creation. God made the tree and it's a reflection of God, but it's definitely not God. Um, and, um, but, uh, but the tree is a tree or the world and even humans, we're a reflection of God, but God is greater than all of us. He is perfection itself, and we are a reflection of the goodness of God. And uh, St. Augustine will say here that God is, quote, higher than my highest and more inward than my innermost self. So he realizes like, hey, I'm pretty good, but I'm nothing compared to God. And finally, uh, we see that God hopes, upholds and sustains creation. Um, with the world, God does not abandon his creatures to themselves. He not only gives them being and existence, but also at every moment upholds and sustains them into being. A very important point that, you know, uh, we are not deists that believe that God just created a world and said, all right, good luck. But God uh, also sustains creation, is constantly with us and watching over the world. And a lot of times people say, well, God, God's abandoning the world. No, never. Because if he stopped thinking about us and the world, the world would not exist. That God alone sustains creation. All right. So we're going to uh, kind of transition now into how evil entered the world and also divine providence.